Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof of BJJ podcast. And we are here at Bell's Hot Chicken and we are doing a Hot Ones Challenge. Now let me just set the scene for you. Joe likes chili. I am not particularly good with chili. But in the name of beating Joe at anything, I will do this. He's a competitive motherfucker, <laughs> which gives him an edge. It doesn't, it doesn't. I, I used to tolerate chili really well and Joe eats chili like every day. And true, of sorts is yeah. a chili connoisseur. You grow your own chilies, right? Grow my own chilies, got like six different hot sauces in the fridge at any one time. I am the UFC <laughs> armchair fan of chili. Stand them up! Stand them up! And uh, <laughs> I'm about to like get into it with someone who actually trains. So, so here's how it works, right? JT was like, man, we gotta, we gotta do some bigger shit on YouTube. We gotta fucking get something out there. It's like, you know, we're putting out the information strength, mobility, the stuff that you guys need. Uh, but it was like, what can we do that's going to be kind of fun and different? And yeah. so he's like, we're going to do the Hot Wings Challenge, bro. We've got to fucking do it. <laughs> so I was like, all right, man, put it together. We'll do it. Here we are. We're doing it. We've got five different, five different pairs of wings starting from uh, mild, a yep. traveler. Traveler. Hot. Hot. Really hot. Really, really fucking hot. hot. Sex panther. And so the idea is we got questions from you guys that have come in over the Instagram. Um, we have kind of picked like the best ones and we're just going to respond to the questions as we eat the wings. Yeah. We're going to try and wrap this thing up in about 40 minutes thereabouts. Yeah. Um, hopefully no one vomits, no one dies. <laughs> Let's see how we go. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> uh, so, all right, yeah. man. All right. Let's begin with, uh, with please. All right. So a little napkin ready. Yeah. Right. No sides. No sides. Can't even have the pickle that's with it. No. All we got is a lemonade. We're allowed a little lemonade. A little sip for lubrication. All right. All right. First, first question, bro. Oh, and so what's the deal? We have to consume the whole wing, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, consume the whole thing. You don't necessarily have to eat this bit, although I do love this bit. I'm all about that bit. But just maybe say, because, I don't know, for the quantity, you're a bigger eater than me. Yeah, but I'm also... You've got to eat the, the meaty bits. Yeah, we do our best. Um... First question is, uh, what does happiness mean to you, bro? What, what um, does it mean to us? What does it mean to us? I'll start. Happiness to me is about spending time with people that you, you love, uh, doing, doing challenging things, because I like challenge, and yeah, having a laugh. Like getting to the end of the day and feeling satisfied, I think. You can go to bed and you feel like, I did the things I wanted to do to the best of my ability, and. I had a good time with my friends. Like, if you can find more days like that, then I think that you'll be happy. That's my take on it. I like that. This first wing is fucking delicious. Oh, I good. was, I was like quite hungry. It's tasty. We're a little bit nervous, and so yeah, we didn't eat. We didn't. We didn't go full stomachs at, at, at breakfast. We wanted to come in hungry. Happiness to me is probably somewhere more like um a place in my mind where okay. I feel satisfied with things. Okay. You know, yeah. so all those same things are present, but when I think about it, I'm like, oh, like a place where 
I'm really, <clears throat> I actually got a little bit of heat to it, doesn't it? All right, we're picking that up. It's coming in. You know where you're like, happy with what you're doing for work, happy with how you're spending your time. You know, you feel like you're having an impact on the world or whatever, the people around you. Mm. It's quite good. Delicious. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Early days. <laughs> Let's just say. Next one. Any defining moments in your life cool. uh, that have changed the way you look at things in, in the training realm? Um, two, two big moments in my life. One was when I started training kettlebells back in 2007. Start of 2007 was the year I was going to have a crack at kind of Olympic selection for Taekwondo. Right. I was like, I've got to be the fittest and strongest I've ever been. And people talked a lot of shit about kettlebells. And this is before it was Did really... They? Yeah. People were like, yo, like, kettlebells is mad. Oh, it like was a secret. Like, right, not shit. That no, but people were like, whoa, oh, you got to check out kettlebells. But no one knew anything about it. Mm -hmm. So I got on the Australian Kettlebells website, and the only two contacts were Rick Ravensdale, the owner, and Efim Kurubuski. Phil, owners, yep. who's the Russian. Yep. And so I called Rick, and Rick's like, nah, talk to Phil. I was like, okay. Uh, yes, yes, come, come. Come, my place, yes, we'll train, okay. And I, I went there and man, it kicked my ass so hard. Like I just, <clears throat> I did a very basic kettlebell workout and it wrecked me. And I counted myself as a fit, strong human. So I was like, I gotta learn this. And it just changed the trajectory of my career. So even though like, that, did, was, that was your whole intro to kettlebells. Yeah, and, and, and I got so strong. I did like four weeks in January of 2007 and by February, I was so much stronger and so much fitter. I was like, this works. What were you doing prior to that? I was doing kind of conventional, like barbell lifting. I'd done yeah. some Olympic lifting, yeah. dumbbells, core training, functional training of sorts, but not kettlebells. Yeah. And then also his approach. And in the same way, like people have that experience with jujitsu, right? I found jujitsu right at the start of 2008, like March 2008, and it kicked my ass, man. And just opened my eyes up to like, I thought I knew martial arts, and holy goodness, and just took my life on a different path. Yeah. So I think those two things had a huge impact and still impact me to this day. Kettlebells and jiu-jitsu. Kettlebells and jits. How about you, bro? That's cool. In the training realm, it would have had to have been, should we partake on the next? We shall. I'm gonna, I'm thinking we ditch bones or leave them. Ditch in here? Yep. Scraps, okay. On to the next. Um, for me, it would have been when I went to Melbourne to attend uh, a double seminar with Ido Portal. Wow. Which is the first time I went and trained with him. Right. And had that in-person experience. Um, you know, for, for anyone listening that doesn't know him, he's, a, he's the movement guy. He's the one that was playing touch butt with Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I fucking trained with that guy. I played <laughs> touch butt with that guy. Um, Ido's a beast. Yeah, he's a savage. You and, don't know who he is. And more so like the... The pivotal thing in that experience was just the shift in perspective about movement and physical development mm. um, that came from spending those four days there with him. What are we now? We're now in the hot realm, aren't we? We are in hot. I can feel that. Are you licking your fingers? No. <laughs> yeah, because you no. end up with a lot of spice on the fingers. Bro, I'm you? trying to be efficient. I'm not mm. scared of the spice. Let's be clear. <laughs> Mm. I can see, you can see on this wing, it's getting thicker. There's a cake 
like a caking of the spice powder. Oh growing. god! Right. We could hear the guy before. That's the we little fuck you cake. Yeah. <laughs> we could hear the guy tossing it. It sounded heavy. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Still good. What's your feelings on uh, mandatory voting, JT? Mandatory voting. Totally random question. I look at it this way. America does not have mandatory voting. And I actually think that is not of benefit to the country. I just dribbled, just want to let you guys know. Bro, the spice is hitting me now. Oh yeah. In the nose. Okay. I'm getting that high in the nose, sorry. Wow. Whew. All right, it's good though, like it's not hurting me, but it's hard to talk, let me take a breath. It's not pain, guys, it just hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Mm. <sighs> little breaths, little breaths. Mm. So, we have mandatory voting in Australia, and I actually think it's good. I, I think it forces people to consider, I'm gonna have to vote, who am I gonna vote for? Mm. I think that's good. I'm not a political person of sorts, but I think it is worthwhile to consider, for a lot of people, they didn't have that right for many years. People of color, women had to fight to be able to vote. So it's a great right to have, and the fact that we have a government that isn't gonna completely rig the election. Now, whatever you say, people might say otherwise, but the fact that we get that right, I look at it as a right. I look at it like, we're lucky, it's good to be able to vote, and get, making it mandatory gets people to think about that. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think that it's mandatory to vote in Australia, right? For anyone listening who's not, not from here. If you don't vote, you get fined, right? Mm. Which is, you know, I actually got fined because I missed a, a local state election. Oh. Yep. Um, whatever, last year, 65 bucks or something. But the thing that I didn't understand when I was a kid, I'm fucking voting, this is boring. I'm not interested in politics. But to your point, it's a great privilege. There's been many times in history, and there are many countries in the world still, where the populace don't have a voice. They yeah. can't even cast a vote, right? Yeah. Women, people of color. Yeah. Like you go to any country that's a dictatorship, voting doesn't mean shit. Yeah. So the fact that we can do it to, um, to disregard that privilege, I think is a great insult. Yes. To all of the hard work that's been done prior. And, and, you know, it's not about necessarily being interested in politics, is no. it? It's just like, have a fucking say. It's your future as well. Yeah. So say something. Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot to that. How are we doing? Still good. Still, Still good. good. I enjoyed that. Like, that's, it's, yeah, it was, that was delicious. Yeah. The spice is, is there. It definitely hit me in the nasal passage. I got a bit of residual heat. I notice you leaving those end bits, you know. You can't just take a bite out of the middle and then call it done. No, I guess I could go. A privileged kind of. <laughs> mm, what are you abundance saying? Abundance of food. What are you saying? It's like my friend uh, Bernsey once told me his uh, his mum was from uh, where was she from? I think she's from Czech Republic or something. Right. His, uh, his grandma came over, right. and um, Bernsey grew up in Sydney. And he, he was a kid. He like grabbed an apple and he took a couple bites out of the apple and then chucked it in the bin. Right. And his grandma started crying. Right. And he's like, what "Fuck's going on? What?" And she explained to the mother, she's like. He didn't even eat the apple. Like, there's so much of the apple, he just threw it away. away yeah. And he's like, damn, I'm a piece of shit. But, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think what, what, Joe, what Joe is doing here, other than appealing to my white guilt, <laughs> is I'm avoiding spice. I'm on pace right now. Yeah. We'll see how we go. All right, rest rounds. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you just got to breathe through your nose, people. Mm, here we go. So now we're at really, really hot. hot. Really hot, really fucking hot Sex Panther. Ah, giddy up. God, this looks cake, more caked on than the others almost. Look at that. Oh, don't get it in your eye. You know the classic thing, you're eating hot food and you're like, start sweating and you're like, yeah. oh, my eyes are a bit itchy. <laughs> Feel the need to jerk off for real quick. <laughs> It's a bad idea, guys. Don't do it. <laughs> Resist the temptation. I got something in my ear. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, here we go. Oh. Okay, it's not. Nah. Feeling that? There's, there's seriousness here. Oh, God. Putting my mouth near it hurts a little. This is just made with chicken generally. I like the bone. I, I actually like the, to bite the, the bone cartilage. Off. Want to bite the bone off? I like to bite the edge of the bone off. Get some marrow. Mm. Mm. And suck that marrow out. Mm. I, love that. The, I love the cartilage. Right, right. Yeah, gelatin all day. Mm. Don't worry about collagen off the beef. Just eat the bones. Next no, I'm question. Feeling, I'm feeling the heat on this. Next question. Favorite part of the other gentleman's body? I think I have, I have two for you. One is Joey's neck. Joey has a very strong neck. He also has a lunk of a head. A very heavy head. He would need a strong neck to hold his head up anyway. It's a big head. It's a big head. But if you try and choke this guy's neck, you try and snap him down anything, it always, I shouldn't be surprised, but it's like, I'm always like, this is so hard. Why is this guy so strong? <laughs> like, it, and it, particularly through the neck and the posture, like, you know, I'm like, wow. That's a, that's a respectable neck. So I respect the neck. The part that I find endearing is his ear with a kink in it. Oh, this one? Yeah. I feel like it looks like, it's almost like, you know, in Apple, the Apple symbol has the little bite out of it. Mm. And for those of you who don't know Logo, that little bite is the leaf on top of the apple. Genius. I feel like... Is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Joey's ear is like the Apple logo with the little bite out of it. Ah, that's the endearing part. Mm, I like that. The neck is respectable. Mm. Fuck, I'm feeling this. I fuck. On that? Yeah, this is. I'm trying mm. to talk through the pain. You're doing good. Oh. I mean, don't, we're past halfway. Don't encourage me. Jules, how yeah. are we tracking for time? 17 minutes. Alright, good. Maybe we can Just slow down. Interesting to <laughs> get a vibe on where we're at. And sip this delicious lemonade. Yeah. Mm. We might need some more napkins. Mm. All right, so do you feel like at this point, are you in the middle of a hot wings challenge or are you like just eating some delicious hot wings? I feel like the challenge has started. I'm, yeah, okay. I'm feeling it like, yeah. The residual heat, there's a lot of, oh, there's a lot of powder on that. Like I'm. I'm getting a build-up of powder. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. I feel like the nose is going to start soon. <laughs> you yeah. know when you're eating chili, when your nose starts around, whether you have fresh chili on, um, on like a fur, like Vietnamese bowl, or you have Indian food, you love Indian food, you know? I might shout out to my mum and dad, they love Indian food. My dad is a beast for this. I feel a little embarrassed. I'm not up to that level. Oh, neon orange, people. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, my, my favorite part of your body, JT. Oh, uh, it wouldn't be one part. It's a general 
what you can't appreciate about JT until you've spent time with him in person is the sheer thickness of all of it. It starts at like the rib cage and then it goes down in a straight line and it has a very little taper in at the ankle, but that's about it. The thickness of like the, the trunk and also the wrists and the, like the ankles and the knees, like the joint thickness is on another level. Um, I think that's probably what ruled you out of professional bodybuilding. <laughs> they desire small joints, right? Obvious. Yeah. But yeah, that for me is the thing that is, is, will always impress me the most about your physique. Thank you, Joe. That's a huge compliment. The thing is, Joe doesn't always pay me compliments. Very rarely does he ever, so I feel... I don't, it's not the chili or am I blushing? Is it, did it get hot in here? Yeah. Huh. Vindicated. Well... I mean, I haven't got the height, have I, Joe? You can't have it all, JT. <laughs> Shock moment. And this is just maybe the way I look at the world. It's, you know, you can only look through your own eyes, right? I think our first photo shoot. We've known each other for years, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we're getting a photo side by side. And I looked at it through the lens. And I said, dude, are you taller than me? He's like, bro, always was. Always will be. <laughs> you know what I said? Yeah. And I was like, dang. You're like, how is it down there? And I was like, fuck, man. It's not bad. And then I started to look at it more and it started to play on my conscience a little bit. It's like, shit. He's taller. Can't get taller. I'm going to have to get thicker. <laughs> I can grow outwards. <laughs> I can. I can get, I can add, yeah, we can get girth. Man, I'm feel, starting to feel it a bit. Feeling it like a bit? Like residual chilies. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely an accumulation from aforementioned wings. Cool. I gotta. Cool. I'm breathing. I mean, there's only two left, right? But I'm. Um, but it's stepping up. It's like when you get a bit of lactate, and you feel a little bit like, a little risey. Like I can keep going, but trying, I just try and suppress it a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's a perfect time when you feel that, guys. Rest round. Nah. <laughs> don't. Don't go there. He's trying. He always tries this. Whenever I'm weak, tired, or not paying attention. He tries to convince me to his point of view. I refuse. That's okay. What, advi what advice would you? What advice would you say to your white belt self? Uh, advice to white belt self would be: spend a bit more time on being technical. Because when I was a white belt, I was just a brute, and I really just cared about winning. So try to get more technical advice. Yeah. And probably. Probably a bit less rolling and drilling. I didn't know about drilling as a white belt. Yeah. So if I could teach my white belt self about drilling, I think that would have changed my game. Like I would have improved a lot more. I was just doing a bit of technique, not knowing what I was doing, and just rolling. Like hard I would rounds. say 70% of white belt was rolling. Yeah. Just go hard. Yeah. Just fight to the death even if you don't know what you're doing. Drilling wasn't even really a thing back then. Nah, so not much. really. Nah, if I could introduce, you getting it too? Drilling hadn't been invented yet. Getting the yeah, just a little bit of run there. Yeah, yeah. I could blow up, but I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to break the seal, you know. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a chilly thing? <laughs> I think this next one is going to bring some unique challenges. Oh, god, the, the amount of caking that we can see there. Jules, oh. you getting that? Can you see that caking here? God, the caking that's... on the it's that's like a that's like a like a death blow. So, I'm gonna finish these cunts right oh. before they get to the very end. Oh. That's, we've worked our way up, like white belt, blue belt, purple belt. 
This is the this is the Matt Enforcer brown belt that's right, right. Yeah. Bunch of injuries, but that savage game. God, something to prove. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Now, what would be your piece of advice to your white belt self? Um. Yeah, same. What the fuck would it be? Similar? I mean, I've got a couple of life lessons that I would have liked to have communicated to myself at that age. One sure. would have been sleep more. Yep. Second oh. one would have been save money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Jules, you got that? Save your money, Jules. Save money. Don't make the same mistakes we did. No. Spend it all on acai bowls. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You heard that quote from uh, George Best? No. Old football player? No. He said, I, um, I spent all of my all of my money on hookers, booze, and partying, and the rest I just plundered. <laughs> <laughs> the first three were wise investments. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Here we go. Funded? Squandered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Less poor harder, more understanding of the game. Yeah. Ooh. I'm not feeling the spice yet. But the flavour of the spice, that's a definite step up. So we're on really fucking hot right now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting a little bit nervous on this one, guys, I'll be honest. Mm. Right. Cannot deny, these wings are still delicious. Mm. You know what I'm very interested to find out? is how much the sounds of us chewing are coming through. <laughs> is it destroying the audio? Is that like ASMR? Is that what they call it? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can fall asleep to this, guys. Mm. Bulletproof Hot Wings, volume two. No, the flavor's still good. I it's expected the flavor to go away. This one hasn't stepped up yet. Bro. Are you feeling yeah. that more than the other? Like? No, I'm not, but... I still feel concerned it hasn't. Mm. I feel like it's a sleeper heat. You like eat it, you're like I'm good, and then you're like, yeah, you're like, yeah. like Wiley e. Coyote fire starts shooting out your mouth. And a little sign pops up, tell me. This one's a good one. What is the most difficult thing about being in business together? Having to be a different person. Mm, tell me more. I think, like we've both kind of, when you go into the kind of personal trainer realm and you're your own master, right? But then when you form a business partnership, it's a business relationship. You're not your own boss anymore. Like you are, but you've got to work out how to have that kind of professional mode where it's like, as much as you can be professional running your own business, you're answerable to someone other than yourself. So if you have a business partner who likes to give feedback, as Joe does, you've got to be objective. Like, yeah, some of it's criticism, but some of it's, you need to hear this because this makes our business better. Like, they're not telling you because they're just trying to shit on you there. They're actually trying to help you. Even though at the time it's like, I don't want to, I won't listen to anybody. I won't take orders from this guy. It's not even orders, it's just like, man, like, consider this, like, you have to. 
because obviously interest is mutual. And so I guess what, what that's done for me personally is like, I have to be able to consider when I look at this information, whether it's like Joe saying something or me saying something, it's like, am I saying this from a point of like, is this good for the business or is this good for professional development versus just like, oh, I'm the boss or I just want to have my own way or, you know, whatever like that. Not like who's in charge. It's just like, I think it's like any relationship. There's times when somebody has a domain of authority or has more insight. So it doesn't matter what you think in that moment. You have to be able to go, okay, I have to consider this equally. And I think also being able to like take that time to consider it. And then maybe you still disagree, but they're not burning the house down over it. Yeah. I think that's the key. Like That's the hardest thing? Um, I think I'm just used to not answering to anyone. Any, or anyone. Not, not, not being accountable, but just just running my life on my terms. Yeah. But when you're in business, it's, it's different. It's not about you. It's about the business, even though, yeah. you know what I mean? So you have to consider things that isn't necessarily what makes you happy. It's what's good for the business. What do I need to do? In the same way, if you're a parent, you can't just be like, my kid's crying, but I don't want to deal with that. Like, no, I have to answer this right now. I have to. Yeah. I, that's what, I, I think it's like a layer of responsibility and maturity maybe I hadn't cultivated before. Yeah. That's my take on it. Mm, it's a good one. Well, how about you? How's that heat right now? Hot. Hot. Hot? Hot. 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 Not mild. Hot. I'm feeling it. Just trying to appreciate it, the heat for a moment. You feeling it? I'm definitely feeling it. No doubt about that. It's not buckling me. Doesn't seem to be buckling you. Uh. Hardest thing about being in business, it's. But you've already gone through this process, right? Like I haven't. Mm. You did Jungle Brothers before. Yeah. We worked together. That's right. Yeah. So I've done. So I think you had friends. more business maturity. Yeah. Before. Do you know what I mean? I think that absolutely. I'm not out of turn when I say that, right? No, no. So you had to negotiate that with your friends at that time. You go from friends, we're cool to uh, we. It's business now being able to put your business pants on and do the business. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think maybe that's the, that's the hard part is like drawing boundaries and saying that's, like that's friendship there and then that's business there. Because if you, if you take the like, it's all friendship, well, you, you don't want to be mean to your friends. You don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to have hard conversations with your friends necessarily. Like it's easy to just like, um, whatever, have good times. Let it go. But in business, you kind of have an obligation to have hard conversations and whatever. You have to, yeah. So that's just a bit of a tricky line to straddle. And I think that's why you often hear that advice that like you shouldn't go into business with your friends, right? It's purely because of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's why so many mates fail when, yeah. they, when they do shit together. I think the upside or the balance, hang on, yeah. I'm just dealing with this right now. I'm actually going to eat this little wingtip. I will not. Mm. We are very different humans, so mm. I can definitely see the value in what Joe does and his strengths as a human. But then also understand I have my own strengths 
and knowing where like I have to get better to make sure that I can take on responsibilities and stuff like that. But I trust, pardon me, Joe's going to be Joe. He's very reliable, dependable dude. If you say he's going to do it, he's going to do it. I trust that. I also trust him to call me out on my bullshit, stuff like that, you know? So that's, there's value in that. Um, yes. I think our difference makes the whole stronger. I'm going to take a sip right now. Have a sip, take a moment. Bro. Have a little sip. Give me a leader. Sex Panther incoming. It's like somebody vomited into a baby's nappy. <laughs> Set it on fire. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> People are running out the restaurant. But the funny thing is they've cooled down a little bit. I'm wondering if that's affecting it. I don't think that would affect the chili. Probably not. I don't know. I'm hurting a little bit so right there, there is a thing when you're eating wings that have, that have chili and it's also hot temperature hot oil. and you're like, oh, uh, like, yeah. Whereas at this cooler room temperature, we can truly appreciate the spice there. Yeah, there is flavor though, that, even to there. Yeah. So, I might need even, even, you know, I'm not gonna blow me up the seal, Yeah. Thanks, bro. Whew. We're getting there. Mm. All right, here's a question for you. Okay. If you two were in a gay relationship, <laughs> who would be top and who would be bottom? <coughs> I can answer this one. I would absolutely be bottom. <laughs> I think we'd fight for it. I, I, I think, think that's true. I would, from the perspective that like, I would be like, I'd be like, no, I'm happy to assume that role, man. <laughs> so the operation can go smoothly ahead. I'm, I'm pretty flexible. I don't think that's true. That, this is good guy Joey bullshit. This is Joey. <laughs> Talking to you in the bullpen at the tournament, being like, oh man, you got a kid? Oh, how's that going? Me too. Yeah. You got injuries? What, what's your injuries? <laughs> how's your knee? Yeah, bullshit, man. Joey would fight to the death to be top. So I think it would come down to energy. I don't think it would be a conventional gay relationship. I believe it would be like, who's got the energy on the day? Whoever brings the better jujitsu on that day, special no-gi, no-gi man wrestling. Whoever gets the takedown, whoever stays on top, fights hardest, they're top for that get day. that Boston mud crab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, because I'm not, I'm not taking those concessions. I'm, I'm going to fight. I'm going I'm to fight for dominance. This is generally me in all realms of life. Unless Joe says, I'm cooking, I'll be like, Dal, babe, eat to win. <laughs> I got your apron. <laughs> Hook up. You're yeah, happy to be subservient in that moment. Yeah, whatever you need. Not actually calling the bottom players subservient. No, no, no. By the you way. can be a power bottom. Yeah, that's right. Craig Jones is a testament to this. There's a, there's a hard push from the bottom. We all know that. That's where <laughs> those hip thrusts come into play. <laughs> oh my god, I'm. Oh. How you feeling? Oh, I'm pretty nervous here. Like I feel oh, like yeah? I've. I feel like Lachlan Giles. I've just won the bronze in the absolute. Yeah, right. Like I'm. Like, I feel like I've won the game. Yeah, I feel. Right. I've expressed my chilly athletic potential. I feel like this is over the edge now. This is Sex Panther time, fam. Here we go. All right, so what I'll do, I will meet you. I'll eat the whole thing. This, okay. I've paced myself. Yeah. I've, I've pushed out a little bit, guys. Let's be honest. I haven't eaten all of the spice to be able to... I'll right. eat the whole wing. You're going to hang with the big boys on this one. Oh, come on. The chili dogs. Goes to the competition training session right here. Oh, God. 
10 minute rounds. Oh God, it's like when the heavyweight black belt in the corner sees you and you're like, oh, everyone's avoided him. Man, we're gonna have to go for ice cream after this. this is, I just got a, I just kind of breathed in, like I had a little flake and I inhaled, hit the back of my throat and I'm burning right now. I haven't even put this in my mouth. Wait, where are you rating this chili, boss? So, out of 10, out of the hottest things I can feel ever a lot eaten. of mucus being generated, like it's made at the back tech. of the throat. Coming from the sinus, for sure. This one is this one has tickled something for me. When you breathe out and you get the air on the throat, it's almost better to just keep eating. But we're gonna keep talking for a bit after we finish eating, so you can run but you can't hide. I'm right there with the flavor. My heart rate is spiking right now. Just trying to channel my father. What's his favorite chili meal? Oh, like ultra hot, like curry king prawns. Like as hot as it can be made with fresh chili. Oh, and my dad once ate chili so hot, like in the Indian restaurant, he said to the waiter, make it as hot as you can. And the waiter's like, get out of here. Goes to the chef, this huge Indian guy, said, the chef went out and looked at my dad. My dad's like, bring it on. The chef's like. My mum ended up leaving halfway through because my dad is like sweating, coughing, choking, like shaking, like. And my, my mom's like, just don't finish it. She's like, I'm done. I'm not gonna sit here and watch you do this to yourself. I'm struggling to talk right now. He's like, I ain't. No, nah, must eat it. And he actually told me that he doesn't remember how he got home. He kind of blacked out. Holy Finished shit. it, paid, doesn't know how he got home. Like Homer Simpson for the chili eating contest. Mm -hmm. Went delusional, blacked out, somehow got home. Does not remember how it finished. Wow. Hottest he's ever had. I'm trying to challenge him right now, but I can't talk. I need a fucking sip. I'm Bro, fucked. you can talk through fucking. You could talk underwater. Oh, that wasn't better. That was worse. Spread the chili down my throat more. I remember I went on a date once when I was backpacking in Belgium. Met this girl. We went on a date together. She was local. <clears throat> went to an Italian restaurant. Was into a bit of chili at the time. I was like, can I get some chili with this? I said, yeah, no worries. Came back with chili flakes. And I was like, tried some, they were like stale, there was no heat. I said, have you got anything hotter? He said, oh yes, no problem. Came back with um, Tabasco sauce. Oh. And I'm like, fuck, that's not what I, I was like. I was after some kind of fresh chili, something like that. And, uh, ooh, that's hot. Oh, I'm hurting. And the guy, the guy goes, oh, no problem. The guy was like, where are you from? I'm from Australia. He's like, ah, you're crazy, man, whatever. Brought back some chopped chilies. No big deal. <coughs> I was like, these are good. Added them to the pasta I was eating. Bro, it didn't take long. I was drenched. The shirt that I was wearing started to like seep through with uh -huh. sweat. I had to go to the, I was like, excuse me, I had to go to the bathroom. 
take my shirt off, put it under the hairdryer to try and dry <laughs> it off. I felt like such a kook. Chick thought I was awesome though. <laughs> Tried to kiss her, she's like, get away from me. You fucking chilly idiot, yeah. <laughs> oh, this is pain. Oh. Oh man. It just got real quiet. Oh. JT believe in aliens and spirits and shit? <laughs> A little bit. I once had an out-of-body experience. I almost died. I think I told you the story. Often when I'm hyper-caffeinated, or at the cafe, I use up all my best material that should go on the pod, and then I've already told Joey the story. He's like, bro, don't tell me that fucking story again. You've lost the originality. Like, well, bro, same for the people who want to, who give a fuck. Yeah, the moment's gone. I've heard this story three times. Shut up. I had an out-of-body experience. Uh, grade six, leadership camp. Almost choked to death on pineapple. Fuck. So, they had bulk everything. Can of pineapple, like tin pineapple, rings of pineapple, but this big. And I was like, doing like, this much pineapple at a time. My friend, my friend Daniel Geimer made me laugh. I inhaled this much pineapple. I got stuck, couldn't swallow. Tried to cough, couldn't cough. I was trying to impress a girl. Didn't want to like, spit pineapple all over the table. I tried to swallow again, got stuck. Tried to cough, couldn't cough. My friend Omar's like, dude, you okay, you're going blue. Staggering, couldn't breathe. And I had the moment, 12 years old. Shit, I'm gonna die choking on pineapple. In that moment, I got a back view of myself. I could see the back of me in front of the whole room. Seriously. And I, was just, I could just see myself staggering back into the breakfast tables. I turned over. Shout out to the guy who saved me. David Annis. Not to be confused with David Anus. But often mistaken for. <laughs> Primary school is a vicious place. I definitely was guilty of calling this guy David Anus at different stages. <laughs> but no he, longer David Anus. <laughs> respect. <laughs> he comes through, pushes me on the table, boom, boom. Third time, boom, I spit out all the pineapple all over the breakfast table. Like a bunch of it, not just one piece that was stuck in there. Keeps hitting me, boom, <laughs> boom. I'm like, I'm good. And one more time, boom. Like, I'm never calling him David Anus again. But then the whole, it was like group embarrassment. Everybody's just looking at me like, you're fucked. Like, everybody just was like looking away and I was just like. <laughs> the girl's just like, like, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the uncoolest kid on the whole camp from then on. The guy who almost choked to death on pineapple. So I literally, I don't know if you've ever had that, if you knew he died. I did have an out of body experience, which made me think maybe there's a spirit Maybe there's something which isn't our physical bodies. Because I'm not religious, I don't, you know. Aliens, definitely possible. Don't know what's going on there. But it's definitely in the realm of possibility. But I believe there's something that's not our physical bodies. And I'm not religious. That's all I got. How hot is it, bro? It's pretty hot. Bruh. My nose is running right now. I'm, I'm going to finish, though. I'll finish. Are you? 
Aliens, spirits, where you at? I want I want you to eat. And I want you to get some time post eating. Fuck you. This work can really sink in and uh, I'm there. I might get out of body right now. Get this out of my body. Yeah, alien spirits. I'm down. I'm for it. Um, I, I don't believe in God in the conventional way. Uh, aliens seems like there has to be. Has to be some kind of intelligent life elsewhere. That line at the beginning of um, X Files Sex Panther. Uh, right. Pain Town. It's pretty hot. People are asking our professional opinions um, and laughing at us. I heard yeah, they said it it was in the X-Files. It wasn't the truth is out there. It was a, a bit on like um, Mulder's whiteboard or something. He says, I want to believe. Yeah. That's me. Like, I want uh, that shit to be true yeah, so yeah. bad. It'd be cool. Um, spirits, yeah, absolutely. But I think there's also a lot of fuckery in that realm. Yeah. So a lot of people acting on, you know, the fuckery element. Yeah. Similar to the fitness game in many ways. A lot of good shit, but also a lot of fuckery. Have you ever had a <coughs> spiritual experience? Ayahuasca, mushies, third dimension, fourth I've dimension, sixth dimension. I've done mushies. Yeah. A couple times. <sighs> spiritual, I mean, I tripped pretty fucking hard. Saw some weird shit. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah? Talk to had me. Some, uh, we had a, once was in Holland, My friend had these chocolate bars that had been, that had mushrooms melted into them. Oh, whoa. And then the chocolate bars were reset in a Cadbury's mold and then repackaged Cadbury's. Oh. Oh. So it was that like traveler oh. size? Don't make, uh, stop. Don't make me laugh, bro. Okay, continue. Um, and so we were, um, me and a mate, Steve, we had eaten a couple of bars. The chocolate bars had like six or seven pieces. Well, how's the quantity? We, like, ate, one, we ate like one or two, don't know. Uh, Our mate's just like, hey, these have got mushrooms if you guys want to have it. They're there for you. Oh, well. He was out. So, we're there, we had a couple of, yes, no, nah, oh, fucking napkins, napkins. We're like, go on, let's, let's, um, let's eat some. So we had a couple. Another buddy of ours, thanks bro, Omar, Dutch boy, rest in peace. Omar passed away some years ago. Um, R.I.P. Omar uh, turned up and was like, hey, just wanted to see what you guys are doing tonight. What's going on? We're like, oh man, we just like had some of the mushy chocolate. He's like, oh shit, how much did you have? <laughs> like, we had two blocks and he's like, bro, fuck that. Okay, let's do it. And so he brought us back into the kitchen. He grabbed the, he's like, we eat the whole thing. Oh, he's like, we're here tonight. We do it, finish well, the bars. I eat a whole one. Wow. So we're like, oh, Omar's the, he's the, he was the godfather. He wow. knew all the substances, had all the connections. <coughs> oh, just pulled a bit of spice into oh. somewhere, new, some new cavity. Oh. Um, it hides. Omar's instruction was, we can't leave the house, we need to just chill here. Okay. We need to create a haven for ourselves. Okay. So we can like, set the lounge room up, so we have three couches, we have a table in the middle. He said, we get what we need, <coughs> we've got some bread, 
uh, got some like I think some coke, so, like soda, whatever, like as a, as a drink, some water. We had cigarettes. We had a couple of joints. He's like, now we have everything we need. <laughs> we can chill that music on, and then we just chill back. And I remember uh, I was a smoker at the time, so we're like, oh, let's go outside for a cigarette. Nothing had come on yet, and we're sitting just on the stoop, just outside the front door. I'm smoking a ciggy, and uh, Omar and Steve are there next to me. And we're just chilling, and it was in like rural country where my mate's house was. So there's not many cars that pass by. Anyway, nothing happens. And a few minutes later, Steve fucking pops up. He's like, fuck, did you guys see that man? And Omar and I look at each other and we're like, bro, nothing happened. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> and, it was, and then I remember at that moment, I looked at my cigarette and I had like half a ciggy left. And all I remember is that we were like laughing at Steve and the shit that, the thing that didn't happen that he thought he saw him there. And it was like 45 minutes later and I still got like a, a third of the cigarette. And I'm like, fuck. Like time had just slowed down yeah, so time quickly. Time distortion. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, yeah. man. And then, so yeah, we hung out, we're in the house and you know, it was a long night, shit went off. It, it culminated in Omar's brother calling him, uh, Omar's mother calling him at like 5 a.m. to tell him that Omar's wife had gone into labor. Oh, and what? And she needed to be, Omar needed to come pick his mum up, take her to the hospital, because they she was having her first grandchild. What? He was high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was good. Wow. He tried to take us to the hospital with him. We're like, bro, we can't do it. We can't, we stay here, you go. Yeah. You have to come with me, man. We're like, no, bro, you go. What a beast. Yeah. He's tripping on his first his, child. His bro smacked the shit out of him when he got to hospital. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Cruel irony, the mushroom chocolates came from his brother originally. <laughs> there you go. Man, laughing is hurting. Oh, I feel like I've crested the wave a little though. Yeah, mine's, mine's, mine's simmered off now. Oh, it's emotional. Gentlemen. It's been emotional. Still the heat. I don't want to laugh, like laughing hurts. Well, I might talk about a trip I had. Mm. So, early days in Melbourne, uh, I was still hanging out with like graffiti guys and there's a festival scene in Melbourne. There's a thing called uh, like Planet Rock. Uh, no, sorry. Sure it wasn't Planet Cock? <laughs> With your mate no. David Anus. Festival. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. No, Festival Rock. <laughs> Fuck you. David Anus. Festival Cock. I'm tripping now. <laughs> anyway, we went to this festival. I can't even believe I'm getting the name of the festival wrong. I'm, I'm actually struggling right now. Anyway, I hadn't done any kind of hallucinations or anything since I was like a teenager. I'm now like... 26, 27. Bro, you said. I did say. <laughs> Had you kind of been like, oh, we, we're done? Yeah, I kind of, I'm not done though, it's okay. I'm not done, guys. Yeah, so I went there with a girl and her friends, so they weren't my friends. Okay. But the drugs were procured from a graffiti friend. Okay. And they're these Probably little... Probably low quality stuff, can't really trust the dude. No, no. If I know anything about no, graffiti folks. <laughs> no, 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 it, it was strong. There's these little withered dudes. And they were like some smaller bits and particles and one kind of gnarly looking dude. 
<clears throat> and uh, <coughs> anyway, uh, the girl I was with will remain nameless. She was like, "Well, you brought her." So I was like, "Yeah." So like, well, you go, you go first, you know. What, what were they? Mushies. Mushies. In this little bag, dry. Right. This little withered dude. Kind of like um, in the hangover, you know, in the hangover, they're like, oh, is it a, is a spider's nest? What is that? Like, oh, it looks like a mushroom. And it's, uh, it's the cock of, uh, <laughs> you know, the guy, the I can't remember. Yang, the guy. Oh, right, yeah. Konnichiwa, bitches. <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy. <laughs> it's just like his pubic mountain, like a dick. <laughs> like, it's a withered dick. He was like, he was a fair size compared to everything else in the bag. Right. And I didn't know, like, I'm like, I haven't taken anything for years. She's like, well, you, festival you, cock, you go first, here we go, penis. yes. <laughs> festival cock, all right. Pyramid Rock, sorry, thank you, all my Australian friends, I, I disgrace you. Pyramid Rock. I take it, it's kind of, oh, oh goes down, like, oh, that was gross. She has two small like, ones. Like, on it, and swallow yeah, the Yeah, the texture was gross. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Nothing. Good. Oh, have a beer? Yeah, have a beer. Hanging. Someone's like, oh man, someone's made like like some uh, like edible type cookies. You want one? I'm like, oh, I had a mushroom and a beer. I don't know. But I think it was just like, I was like, ah, oh, it's nothing. It's been like 20 minutes. I'm, I'm good. Take a bite out of this cookie. And I look over at a cactus and the cactus starts to just like kind of vibrate a little yeah. oh, that's weird I look over and the girl I'm with her her, her features are moving slightly <laughs> I was like she's like you're looking weird bro I was like I'm real, I said things are starting to hit and then I, I, I can't explain it's like I could see the light force and everything things that were inanimate became animate uh, I was like is that you seeing that yeah like it was real visual and it made me feel a bit anxious like I was like a bit overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I started to see, like, things pulse. And, like, I, I got this overwhelming sense of the life in everything. Yeah. And after the kind of fear, I kind of broke through to, like, everything's alive. We're all alive. <laughs> like, yeah, man. Sick. And I was just, I was just, you know, when you see someone just, like, staring at nothing. Yeah. I'm just looking at, like, a fern, <laughs> like, it's alive, man. Like, we're alive. <laughs> like, I was just like, like, total tripper. I lost eight hours. <laughs> I was gone. I was gone. I don't. I Super lost the campsite. The whole time. Yeah, and then I got like really accelerated heart rate. Yeah. Really accelerated heart rate. Pump sweat, and then towards the end, I was wearing off. I got really anxious. <laughs> Where's the campsite? I'm lost. Yeah. I've been robbed. Where am I? Yeah. <laughs> I just really came down really poorly. Holy shit. Yeah, and now, since then I don't, I don't fuck with any. I don't fuck with hallucinogens or something. Oh no. Nah, I can't. Nah. A bit too full on. Yeah, I just. I, mean, I think I have limited, I have a very limited sense of control of the world anyway. Right. And it just, it gets me super insecure. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, I, you know, I could get high. You've got could... a very, like, vibrant, you got a very, like, kind of vibrant mind already. My brain is already that, overactive. Yeah, kind you of put drugs on to top of it, like, level. I just go. It gets confusing, my friends. We got any more questions? Um, we've got a couple that I don't have on the list here, which was sent through, uh, I thought it was past this. You notice he tried to skimp out on the wingtip, guys? You right. caught wind of that, right? Of he course. Well, you know I account. said it's good to have someone for I don't want to be the guy that has to tell JT, bro, be a professional. Eat the fucking wingtip. 
But this is what you need to do in business. So going back to one of those earlier questions, you gotta come down hard sometimes, guys. And sometimes you gotta be a creative genius to engineer this shit, dog. That's right. And sometimes you gotta take rest rounds. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's not true. Whatever. It's okay. We're never gonna agree. No, uh, other question that was a good one was, and this, this sounds boring, but there could be some insight in this. Let's just see. We'll throw it out there. Okay. Favorite ice cream flavor and why? Oh, dang. Top of the dome. For, For me, me, chocolate. Okay. Chocolate's delicious. I don't have to deal with maybe I'm going to try something new, get something unexpected. Could be more delicious, but might also not be, which would result in me having a subpar. Is that done? <clears throat> It's done. Good job. Right. Good job. It's important, guys. Show, uh, show appreciation when necessary. Let them know they've done a good job. Done a good job. Um, I've, I, so I had this discussion with Adam Childs, actually. Okay. And he was like, man, when you go to Messina, you always get the fucking whatever specials. Messina's a popular ice cream shop here in, in Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah. They always got some limited edition flavors. They have crazy flavors. Sometimes they're really fun, sometimes they're shit, whatever. Yeah, they can be disappointing. And he's like, you always get the limited edition flavors. And I'm like, no, I always get the same shit. He's like, why would you get the same shit? I'm like, because I know <coughs> it's going to be good. It's consistent. Um, it's consistent. It's like when you go to McDonald's, I don't get the fucking Project Burger that they're making that week. Yeah. I get a goddamn double quarter pounder every time. Huh. Or maybe a single quarter pounder. Sure. Perhaps a triple cheeseburger. Yeah. But it's consistent. Yes. Ice cream flavor, talk to me. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb right now. Can I say my number one and then like an optional second? Go on. Okay. Number one is Paddle Pop Banana. Mmm. You can't really get it anymore. Mm. They do Barney Banana now, which is by the same company, Streets, but it's just Paddle Pop that was Banana an amazing flavor. flavor. Bro. Because it was a little bit artificial, but also a little bit natural. And I just love, bananas my, my favorite fruit of all time. Did they do, they did a two-tone banana as well. Two, it was banana bottom and then chocolate top. Yes. That was dope That was well. great. Yeah. That was an early days at the swimming pool type yeah. arrangement. Back when ice creams were like 60 cents. Yeah, when you get a 50 cent ice cream, now yeah. they're like $5. Ah, <laughs> uh, inflation, hey? Um, but, okay, then I say, so banana, paddle pop banana. Mm -hmm. Number one flavor. What would be your favorite go-to ice cream on a stick? Magnum. Magnum? Chocolate Magnum. Like a vanilla Magnum, reg like regular. Regular. One. Yeah. Bubble O Bill. Bro, yeah, the makes gum sense. nose, multiple flavors, strawberry. The, it's like the, the, the caramel bit. There's oh, like one little bit of caramel in, the, in there. In the, the little stripe in the yeah. hat. Chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, the green eyes. And then don't make the mistake, people. Don't leave the gumball to the end and then Accidentally knock it off onto the ground. Yeah, it's a full rookie move. But also, don't rush the gumball because it's hard, it's frozen. Yeah, you've you got to teeth up, guys. You'll chip it. You've got to work it Bubble in. Bubble Bill, for the, for the uninitiated, maybe our overseas listeners, it's a cowboy, it's a cutout of a cowboy's head um, with a chocolate backing yeah. and a stick on the bottom, obviously. And then the nose of the cowboy is a gumball. Yeah. It's really quite a, a wild little ice cream experience. It's a unique ice cream. Yeah. Uh, from my childhood, that was number one. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm a big Bubble O Bill fan. Love it. I think we did it, man. We did it, bro. 
How are you feeling since you had the wingtip? It was the second wave. Still riding it now, but I feel like I'm cruising into shore. It's kind of like when you try to follow up after that first psychedelic or whatever it is. The second dose has never hit you as it hard. It doesn't as the hit first. you in the same way, yeah. No. Well, you held up really well. Thank you, Joe. I've got to give you props for that. Bro. I mean, you know, it was, I didn't want to die. I was struggling. I've got to say, the major bite into the Sex Panther, I was like, I got a little bit of good. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, don't spew on camera. <laughs> oh, God. Nah. I will never hear the end of this. <laughs> and also the feeling of all the chili coming up a second time. Yeah. I was like, fight it, fight it, fight it. Hold it back. Uh, yeah, that was a test. I, I think it was pretty good. Last two was a push. But the competitive spirit won out. I, I know this is going to hurt me tomorrow. Is that when it comes it's out? Get out the poor, poor ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bad time. But uh, how about you, chili expert? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine now. Yeah. Yeah, when we're in there, I'm like, holy shit, this is hot. I noticed with the Sex Panther, it was like... A bit of pain? You try to hide from it. You're like, but what do I do? Do I close my mouth and breathe through my nose? But when you do that, you just it's just like keeping the oven shut. Yeah, it's getting hotter. So, but then there's like, you open it for relief, but oh. then... Bringing air in and pushing air out. Oh, like worse. Yeah, it's this unique kind of, brings a unique characteristic out from the heat. Look, it was uncomfortable. The, probably the mucus in the back of, like, in the back of my sinus. Yeah. Like, it was like, it felt like it was getting hard to talk. Yeah. But um, ultimately, uh, ultimately I'm like, wow, well, they could have, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say, I think they need a seventh They could have gone harder. They need something that's just going to fucking end you. They need the, they need the bullet. Am I right, level. Jules? Yeah. yeah. It's like, what's the black belt standard? We've done up to brown belt. Where are we at now? Yeah. Where's the Where's it's the like, world championship? It's like black here's our chicken level. wing enforcer. Yeah. Where's the Where's the Gordon Ryan, ADCC champion? Maybe it's, maybe it's enforcer. Maybe we're putting it out there for someone to develop a spice level. Yeah. Call it enforcer. Enforcer. And we'll eat it on the next hot wings challenge. Believe it. Comment. Put in the comments below, my friends. Yeah, let us know what you think of that. If you want to see some more wild shit like this, give us some ideas. We're on this tip now, guys. We're big YouTube creators. <laughs> We're all doing this together. <laughs> this is the life we lead now. Jiu-Jitsu, strength mobility, it's all behind us. Nah. Food challenges, giveaways, you name it. Ice cream eating challenge. We'll do it for you, the leaders. <laughs> <laughs>